Kendall Kid you won the giveaway from last week. Comic fam, we're at Emerald City Comic Con. Let's do this. What's good, comic fam? Broadcasting from somewhere on Spaceship Earth with an Overstreet Prize Get Advisor. Russ, hit them with number 10, but not before they hit the subscribe and slap that like button. You know we got a giveaway on deck. Number 10 on the list, Fantastic Four number 110. Now, these are selling for $40 average sales right now, and we saw a $321 high sale for a CGC 9.4. This is the first cover appearance of Agatha Harkness, but normally when we're talking about this book, it's because of the color swap that causes the thing to appear green. Known as the green thing error, but specifically all the orange was replaced with green on this cover. The blue replaced by purple. That comic book, the error print, broke records this week. An 8.5 prior record was set in September for $960. An increase of 56% now selling for $1,500. We know Agatha, House of Harkness is coming. Did you see the interview Catherine Hahn did with Drew Barrymore? I did, and she is doing her absolute best to not spill the beans. Drew Barrymore mentioned the name Mephisto. She pushes Catherine Hahn, who has to go compose herself, drinking a glass of water, and still saying, yeah, I'm not touching that. <laughs> I'll just say it, comic fam, get your Silver Surfer 3s ready. I think Mephisto's happening. We saw an increase of copies sold for this standard cover of 383% this very week. Russ hit him with number nine. Number nine on the list, Daredevil number 51. This is the origin of Echo, and it ends up exploring her connection to the Daredevil. We're seeing $18 average sales with a high sale this month of $200. This is a great spec book. Aside from there only being 13 graded 9.8s on the CGC census to date, I suspect that number is going to be growing after Echo's appearance in Hawkeye episode three. Fantastic. Finally happened. And... This is some David Mack goodness that people all need to know. This is when he was going on a creative spree, basically all but ditching the comic book and starting a museum in these pages. He channels his Van Gogh. He channels his Picasso. This is a work of art, fine art. Every single page is just another entry into this art gallery, and it's beautiful to flip through and read about Echo's backstory. 560% increase in copies sold this week, and I have a strong feeling that the people buying it are going to be able to enjoy this for more than just the Echo origin. Next at the list, Contest of Champions number one, the first appearance of White Fox. $5 average sales. I was a little surprised about this high sale, $250 for a 9.8. Tom, this book came out in 2015, and I just don't think there were enough people specking on and getting this book. So the fact that we're seeing a 9.8 sell for this much, it's really impressive. Here's the thing. Clearly, White Fox is a character Marvel wants to continue to utilize. She hangs around so many next-gen heroes, led the new agents of Atlas, was featured in Taskmaster issue three, part of the Tiger Division, and then over this last week was just framed for the murder of Doctor Strange, which is why we're seeing this book make our list an increase of 243% week over week because Spec is pointing towards this character because I suspect that Marvel's gonna keep utilizing her. Number seven on the list, Anne Rice's The Witching Hour number 
one. And if you're a fan of Anne Rice, you need to check out the trending 20 list over on the Key Collector app that also has more Anne Rice goodness. That's right. We actually source these 10 comic books from a larger list of 20. And if you use Kotom 101, you support the show, but you get access to a free two-week service of the app in its entirety. Check out the other 10 comics that didn't make our list today that you still need to know about because, as Russ said... Interview with a Vampire, another Anne Rice book Mm -hmm. has made its way on there, and that is affordable and being speculated on, but why? Back in May of 2020, we found out that AMC acquired the rights for the Vampire Chronicles and the Lives of the Mayfair Witches. Well, just this week, we find that the Mayfair Witches was given the green light, causing this to spike 1,400% in sales this week. Copies sold, flying off the shelf. $10 average sales for this comic book. It's affordable. There was a signed signature series copy graded at 9.4 that only sold for 100 bucks. Well, there is a platinum edition that has silver foil lettering, and we're seeing those sell as well, but even those aren't selling for a whole lot more CGC. There just aren't a ton of these on the census, Tom. I'm interested to follow these types of books because they're really known in like the chapter book community right more avid readers of fiction and vampire tales but we're seeing these noirs adapted to the screen so we may see additional random dollar bin books make our list in the future absolutely considering there are so many that Anne rice has done we're probably going to have to follow even more okay next at the list at number six marvel team up issue number 68 we're talking man thing we're talking spider-man on the cover but it's about the first appearance on the inside that i haven't thought about really since the cloak and dagger cancellation we're talking 18 dollars average sales and a high sale that was set this last month in november for $360 for a CGC 9.8. First appearance of Despair. This is something like Tom mentioned. We talked about for the Cloak and Dagger series, and it seemed like this was going to be a villain they would be exploring, and then Cloak and Dagger was canceled. Kevin Feige got involved, decided that it wasn't really on the same slate that he saw as far as the vision goes for the MCU. Well, we're seeing a 2,100% uptick in copies sold week over week because of toys. Man, this toy spec just always kills me. And it's something that we have comic collectors, we have toy collectors, but when you see this crossover, it can get dangerous. 2,100% is a lot of increase this week, but something codenamed Dreamy, rumored to be the character Despair, is causing this book to spike. Well, Marvel Legends is planning to release their toy line to accompany the Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness movie. And yes, Dreamy is rumored to be one of the code names for one of the toys. Now, I think it's worth mentioning, Marvel Legends, which are very cool toys, sometimes utilizes toys that have nothing to do with the MCU. They just throw a character in there. However, Despair is a demonic entity that likes to mess with individuals, especially in this multiverse of madness that Doctor Strange is setting up for us. It does make sense why we would see this increase in copies sold, but go easy on this one. I'm not too sure about it. Moving from toy spec to an actual confirmation of an appearance we saw in the Hawkeye show, number five on the list, Avengers number 19. This is the first appearance of Swordsman, $420 average sales, and a 9.4 sold for $1,825 just last month. And here's the thing. 
That high is an increase of 98% since the last time one sold in 2013. And I'm going to double down. Here's the other thing. We knew this character would appear as early as December 2020. We knew Tony Dalton was going to be coming to play this character. No one cared because people don't really care about this character. They really, really don't. So the fact that we are actually seeing a 483% increase, even though we've been talking about this character for a long time, it just shows that there are just some Silver Age characters that people don't really care about that much because they're not that exciting. But this character must have made its way into spec radar because of Tony Dalton absolutely slaying the role. Fencing with Hawkeye, clearly showing that he knows how to use a sword. And I'm interested to find out why he cared so much about the Ronin costume, the Ronin sword. Could he have been one to wear the outfit prior to Clint Barton? We know Clint Barton was trained by this particular character. Mm -hmm. Maybe Clint wasn't the first Ronin to don the costume. Comic fam, what are you thinking about the current Hawkeye series? We are doing a new episode every week, and it is churning and burning on this list. Let us know your thoughts down below. It'll answer you to win a giveaway. Also, let's talk about West Coast Avengers number one at the list at number four. More Hawkeye spec, kind of? Tom, what West Coast Avengers number one are we talking about? There's so many of them. There was the miniseries. There was the ongoing series. There was the recent series. Good question. We're talking about the miniseries in 1984. The right. first appearance of the team with Hawkeye and Mockingbird on it. Oh, yeah. And we have Wonder Man and we have Iron Man, but we have Rhodey Rhodes playing that one. The first team appearance. But why a 300% increase in copies sold? $5 average sales with a high sale of 250 for a 9.8, this isn't a book that typically sells and gets hot. And it's all because of Hawkeye. One of the writers of Hawkeye this week let us know that they had put an Easter egg into the Hawkeye series. But you know what? If you don't find an Easter egg really quickly, it starts to smell. So he gave us some hints about an Aunt Moira that was going to be potentially leading to the West Coast Avengers. Potentially is a strong word, <laughs> Russ. So the writer actually pointed this out this past week, but this happened in episode two. And I think that this actually just went by everybody's radar. No one spotted it because Moira is the character in West Coast Avengers who sells her mansion to the Avengers team. And it's their first headquarters in LA. Now, Moira is being named Aunt Moira. And if you look in the like temporary hangout that Kate Bishop is at with Clint Barton, there are posters of a famous actress, <laughs> movies. So that's tied this to West Coast Avengers. Yeah. But traditionally, when the writers are pointing Easter eggs out because they're really proud of themselves for the deep cuts to kind of give fan service, comic book love to the comic fam, it doesn't seem like something they're like holding on to that's going to surprise us in the future. They just want you to see that they did it. Number three on the list, Sleepwalker. Number one, another one of those 90s books that Nobody was really specking on, but a $12 average sales and $240 for a CDC 9.8 with 1,440% increase in copies sold week over week. Now we told the comic fam about the toy rumor that's been circulating. Another name, code name, Sleepy was added to the list. Essentially, Marvel's superhero Freddy Krueger, but good, who can infiltrate your dream because he's got a hall pass. We have Sleepwalker, 90s goodness. Darkhawk fans are rejoicing because pretty much if you're specking on Darkhawk, you're specking on Sleepwalker. 
This is a monster increase in copies sold for a book that's rather affordable. I'm still shocked to see $240 9.8 sales. Just call me when they make a slapstick movie, Tom. Indeed, a D or E list hero, but beloved by 90s kids nonetheless. Next up the list at number two. A comic that has made our trending 10 multiple times. Scout Comics! Well done. We have the recount issue number one back on the list with some good news attached. Congratulations, Jonathan Hendrick. Now, we had talked back in July about how there was some rumblings happening, but we now know that we have a former Sony exec tied to write and produce this. I'm so hyped about the prospects of this comic book getting adapted to the screen. It's dark. It's violent. It's perfect for mature readers. Yeah, it's, it's, it's out there. But here's the thing. The group, the, the gaggle, the conglomeration of individuals who are so displeased with who was sworn into office in this comic book go past what you would expect them to do and start attacking those who voted for them. This is a must read and clearly producers in Hollywood have eyes on this title. Now we've talked about this book multiple times and we're still seeing a 300% increase in copies sold week over week. It's not going anywhere. Comic fam, keep an eye out for the multiple variants that are available for this comic book. Take a look at the variant tab on Key Collector Comics and Russ. After I remind them to hit the subscribe and like button and to comment down below and to like let me know if they own any of these comics, mm -hmm. if they like the list, if yeah. they like us doing the list from a hotel room at the convention. Right, always. You know? Hit them with number one. The number one trending book in the world. Number one on the list. Daredevil number 10. Second appearance of Echo, but first cover appearance we know that she's coming we have talked about echo multiple multiple times but 40 dollars average sales 340 dollars for a cgc 9.8 i told you comic fam i kept telling you every single time people complained about issue nine spiking past their reach i told them to go get number 10 right she's on the cover she is, and this is a great one to pick up. It's still a great run. It's a great David Mack. If you haven't bought this book, you're going to get it now because it will continue to climb. This is just such a popular book, and it still has a great increase this week. You know what it doesn't have? Great paper quality. Tough and high grade. It is. I literally had to buy one, a near-mint copy at Emerald City for $180. They're being priced here at 20250 raw copies for her second appearance 233 percent increase in copies sold and people are still looking for number nines and those are getting close to out of reach it's because echo premiered she debuted in episode three she absolutely killed it we've been seeing a focus on an origin tale as far as kate bishop goes well like kate bishop echo was trained since she was young technically speaking similar to shang chi they were both superheroes in training before Tony Stark put on that Model 1 armor. Comic fan, what did you think about Hawkeye? Hit the like, hit the subscribe, and as always, geek responsibly. Enough said. Comic fam, join us over on Whatnot, the best new app to buy and sell collectibles. Funny books, expensive paper. Pokemon cards, records. I mean, they sell a lot of things on there. Vintage clothing. But join us on Wednesday. We're packing the house doing dollar bid start auctions that last how long? One minute.
We have other videos for you to check out if you want to watch those too. Have a great week. And if you're at Emerald City, come to the comic section and say hi. Have a great week.